ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Episode 24 with me is the man himself. You've seen him before, and if you did see him before, you, know, that was, you were pretty lucky to see him. <laughs> Bo Henson, grad student yeah. on the Anderson men's lacrosse team. Right now ranked number nine in the nation. Bo, what a start to the season, my friend. Ten and one for the first time in program history, ranking number nine in the nation. I already mentioned it before, but what did it take to get to this point? So we just actually like talked about this. We had a meeting with a guy that's called the program. His name's Cole. I think it's just everyone buying into the system, and we have 41 guys that can all play. It's kind of like a blessing that we have like a lot of offensive middies this year because mm-hmm. I think last year we had a lot of offensive middies, but like they were all different play styles. So yeah. I think like with right now we all get each other. You know, it makes yeah. sense. Like we all get each other. We know what we're doing. It's been really, really fun. Now we've one game. Yeah, we've seen a lot of good action from a lot of these new freshmen. Yeah. You know, speaking of one, this will dive into my next question. Matthew Rogers, who for one game, whenever you were out, he stepped into your place and balled out. And so that made you move into more of an offensive midi situation. You know, what has that change been like? And then hark on some of these freshmen. You know, tell me about some of these freshmen. It didn't really uh, change anything for me. I still had like the same mindset. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always played midfield and attack, so it did, didn't really change. It's yeah. just a different role. With the freshmen, I think they just transitioned pretty well with like, you know, Raiden, you have Bush now, you have Maddie Rogers, like all of them. There's other people I haven't named, like Diego Lopez. Like, mm-hmm. I think they all transitioned pretty well. I think a couple games in, they were nervous, but I think now, like, they know how good they are and they're not going to, you know, step back and lose that focus. I think, they, like I said to you before, like they transitioned well. Like mm-hmm. they, at first it was like, we'll see. I mean, I think uh, they get in their heads a little bit at times, but that's yeah. just normal. That's a normal thing. And Especially really, as a freshman. Yeah, I mean, well. they've proven too. Like you see Maddie and you see Raiden putting up numbers like they are right now. It's just like – Inhuman numbers yeah, almost. It's, 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 it's really nice to see that like they're, you know, they're 18 years old, but they feel like – it feels like they're, you know, in their junior year how they're yeah. playing. Now, y'all went from, you know, not being even close to playoff contention, you know, just two years ago, to now, you know, last year, Bailey missed it just by a Catawba game. And then this year, you know, y'all were set on the way with the number one scoring offense in the nation. We mentioned some of those key pieces like Raiden, Maddie, you know, you, Garrett, et cetera, et cetera. What clicked between everybody? Man, that's a good question. I think I it's all because we have the same, the same goal. Oh. Um, make the SAC tournament. The big thing is the fourth quarter. Yes. We haven't lost a fourth quarter yet. I'm not going to knock on wood because I don't really believe in that. But, like, <laughs> I think that fourth quarter with that depth that we have uh-huh. has changed tremendously for us. Like, it's it's not like last year when you're like, oh, well, that fourth quarter, if we didn't have that fourth quarter, we won yeah. that game. It's like, well, it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, the big thing is that we have – uh, these amount of guys, you know, we play – I think we play a lot more than most teams do because mm-hmm. they, I feel like they don't trust as much. Especially we, the younger guys, you know. Yeah, we trust – we put a lot of trust in the younger guys, you know, and even, like, the guys that don't play, they're balling in practice and mm-hmm. making us ten times better. So it's just, like, having that depth just changes everything, and that fourth quarter means a lot to us. Now, one of those guys who went from just balling in practice to now balling in the entire sack, you know, Hunter Klosterman. Oh, y'all's yeah. goalie, y'all's freshman goalie as well. He has stepped up in tremendous ways because y'all had a really solid, you know, goalie situation. Yeah, injuries happen, you know, things happen, and you left with the freshman starting. And wow, 
Yeah. Tell me more about that. So, I mean, even from the start, like, no matter what goal we had, we're like, we're still going to win the game. Yeah. Um, I think Hunter just knew that, like, if he balled out in the one game, coach is going to turn their heads and be like, this is it, you know? Yeah. And um, I, I got to give, like, you know, Bryce and Joey, like, they definitely have mentored him, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. Like, even, even in games, like, you know, like, you're going to be mad that you're not playing, but at the same time, like, you want to help that, like, yes. you want to help them out. Because the same goal is to win at the end. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they're, they really stepped into that, like, mm-hmm. you know, just keeping them up. You know, there's sometimes there's a goal that, you know, shouldn't happen. It just happens. And, yeah. like, they they really show him, like, the way of just, like, keeping a level head, you know. Now, you mentioned some mentoring and some experience. You know, you're a grad student heading, you know, this is your final year with the program. What's the journey been like so far? At times it was stressful, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, no matter what, it's going to be stressful. But it's been a battle at times with, uh, you know, injuries. And I kind of take it as, like, you know, you can control what you can control. You, mm-hmm. know, you can tell somebody, like, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do. But if they don't listen to you, it's fine. Like, you know, you just be like, listen, like, don't take it too serious. And yes. that's what I've done the past like, two years is, like, not take it as serious as, like, because mm-hmm. I, I think it's unhealthy to take it super serious. If you're taking it, you know, to the level that you can get it to, but, like, that's all you can do, then that's what – it's fine. And yeah. I think that, you know, mistakes happen. And I really – um that was my struggle freshman and sophomore year of my mm-hmm. college years. Just I didn't want to make a mistake because if I made a mistake, yeah. I wouldn't play. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you make mistakes, and the coaches aren't going to harp on you on it. But if you keep making the same mistake over and over and over, they're going to be like, we got to fix something. But yeah. it uh, I really am like an easygoing guy with it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's going to ha- like something's going to happen. It happens. Yeah. But like you can you can just work on to go to the next one and just mm-hmm. be better at it. So I've just been doing that. It's it's exciting what we're going to get into with this conversation. You know how you know athletes' mental health go, health goes into you know how they play, and so you know I'm excited to be able to talk about that too. Yeah. So, but as we go, you know, you mentioned it being you know a battle daily. You know how what does a day in the life of one of the best teams in the nation you know look like for a player, a star player on their team? What does that look like? It's I don't know how to answer that actually. Let's do a. Let's do a game day. Who doesn't want to know about a game day? Yeah, so game days are, like, pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, home games obviously are more. But yeah. with away games, it's like you have to be, you know, you get to relax for a little bit. But uh, we did this thing before Lander that it kind of just got us all in a mood, but, like, not to where, like, we're just overdoing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riley started playing music on the bus, which right. kind of just, like, helps you, like, get into the mood and, you know, get ready. And I think that really changed a lot. With home games, everyone's so excited no matter what. No matter what team you play, it doesn't matter. Like, we're ready for it. And um, usually it's just, like, we get there, like, two or three hours before, and, like, we just hang out, you know, have fun. We have, like, a lot of snacks, a lot of waters there Mm -hmm. ready to go. And then we just do, like, a team – like, well, people go out and shoot around if you wanted to, but I don't do it sometimes because I feel like I get in my head too much about shooting, so I don't really do it as much. But I did it last game, and it kind of worked out. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's just, like, all easygoing, you know. We have, like, a travel schedule, like, what we're bringing and stuff, and it, it's kind of nice to have a, a whole itinerary thing and schedule, so. What is the best pregame snack to have? The, I don't really – I don't know. Lately, I've been on, like, the – I go to, like, Quick Trip and just get something random. I don't know, like, what's there. Uh, like, oh. Or I'll go get, like – sometimes I'll go to, like, McDonald's and get a sausage McGriddle. Sausage McGriddle before a game? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's the most random thing you've gotten? 
the past two games, I've gone to QT and just gotten like a sausage, egg, and cheese, and I was like, what am I doing? But <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually not that bad. Like, I don't know. I go to QT that's, all the time for an energy drink, though. That's the secret. That's the secret sauce, everybody. <laughs> it's the secret sauce. That's probably what it is, yeah. <laughs> now, what energy drink are you going to be getting? Uh, what flavor, I guess we could say? Mm, I usually go Red Bull, like just like the sugar. Straight cookie. Red Bull? Yeah, I just go Red Bull. Are you I, a mango fan? I'm – is it the – yeah, I mean, I kind of am. Yeah, there's like those, the like, orange the C- Yes, like that the C four, like the the mango orange, like the citrus mango one. Never had it. You need to. Yeah. I drink that before every lacrosse game. Gets me ready for the yeah. broadcast. I used to drink monsters a lot, but like uh. those things make you pee so much. <laughs> Dude, yeah, really? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I drank one before a game one time, and I went uh. to the bathroom like I think five or six times before we went out. Wow. Hey, at least it wasn't during the game. Yeah, I know. Well, Thank in the God. game, I'm not even thinking about that, but exactly. yeah, it, was, it, it was crazy. I was like, I can't drink these before games anymore. No more. Red Bull is totally fine, but. Good. That's all that matters. Yeah. Now, here's the sent in question. I'll tell you who asked it afterwards. Oh, okay. What is the best part? About your day. About my day? Yes. Or, you know, what's the best thing to do or best person to see after practice? You better answer this one very carefully. Well, who asked the question, though? You'll see. You'll see. Well, wait. Oh, my God. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she knows. I'm not going to, like, say that. Yeah, she knows. She knows. Yeah. She knows. That is hilarious. She she that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, question submitted by, you know. Whatever, Sophia. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> now, tell me about you and Riley Zompi's relationship. You mentioned him before. He's, you know, kind of like the grandpa of the team. He's, <laughs> he's you know, Definitely hype is. guy as well. You know, yeah. Y'all both played together and roomed together at Young yeah. Harris. College and then transferred here and really shaped the program to what it's yeah now. Riley's a an interesting guy. Uh, Freshman year we didn't talk for about he says three months, but I think it was about like a month or two. We Uh, didn't speak like for a month or two. Just we as roommates. Yes, we lived in the same dorm, never spoke to each other. So why I don't know. He was just I think he was a little shy at first, you know. But yeah, I mean, I think I'm glad I got him here. Mm -hmm. I I told like the coaches like. We gotta bring him here because yeah. he wanted to stay in the south, and um, I had coach. We knew Coach Don, and Coach Don didn't reach out to him, but I was just like, we gotta get him here. And they're like, yeah. we've already been looking at him, but since like you know, we you're saying something about it, it means a lot. And I think um, having him as a captain is a big thing. I mean, mm-hmm. he's 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 not uptight, but he acts like he is. I think yeah. he's I think he's laid back, but mm-hmm. he has to act like that because he's the yeah. captain. He has to make sure everything is set. With him, like. Freshman sophomore year was pretty fun. I mean, like mm-hmm. I finally got to really know him. I think by the end of freshman year, because we were finally like we were both playing. I mean, he was playing defensive mid at the time, but like hmm. he wanted to play more two way sophomore year, so he got that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's he's matured a lot. So have I. You know, we've went through a thing. You know, and I think it really put an aspect on him that like you can't take every, anything for granted. Mm-hmm. So I mean. I wouldn't want anybody else as a captain, you know. Sometimes you're going to get annoyed with them, no matter what. Everybody's That's just with every team. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, without them, like, it'd be a different, you know. It'd be really different, different without them, mm-hmm. you know. Now, what do you think y'all two both bring to the table? I think it's the maturity. Mm-hmm. I think it's the uh, – I think sometimes we both get hard, like, on each other. Like, just uh, – I think it's the maturity thing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You can't lash out or anything like that. Yes. Yeah. It could, you know, ruin something good. Yeah. So, I think uh, bringing him and I on this team just really, you know, 
showed the like the younger kids like you really can't take anything for granted or else you're just gonna you'll lose it exactly now you know speaking of taking these for granted you know athletes struggle a lot yeah in regards to mental health and they take you mentioned taking things way too seriously where they will take it for granted eventually mm-hmm. you know tell me more about that and what you know possibly you've been through yeah and what other athletes around you possibly face yeah so i think it really like freshman year I really struggled with it, like, mm-hmm. the fall. Like, it was really difficult because, I mean, I'm not used to – no one's ever used to going to college. Like, even, yeah, like, you know, it, so it was kind of a struggle. Um, I wanted to transfer out of Young Harris, like, that, that semester. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't want to play lacrosse anymore. But, like, I, I stuck to it. My mom was like – we had, like, a whole argument about it. Like, she's like, no, you're, you're staying. Like, uh-huh. There's no – there's no – If and or buts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was glad I stuck through that. Because I wouldn't be here, but uh, my junior year was really, really hard. I mean, my gosh, um, tearing, like, my hamstring partially was just mm-hmm. brutal for me. And, like, I had to step into something that I really didn't want to do at the time, but it kind mm-hmm. of, you know, it made me more mature. And then after that season, I was just like, I don't really know how I'm going to fit in. You know, I don't know if I'm ever going to be, like, totally fine with what happened and mm-hmm. my mental would not be okay. But the fall was even worse that, like, coming into my senior year was terrible mm-hmm. I mean I was having suicidal thoughts like yeah. always thinking about like what if I did this like would anybody mm-hmm. care and you know it's just it was a struggle it was yeah. and I didn't really open up about it for god maybe like four or five months yeah and I decided to just post about it mm-hmm. like why not speak about it why not why you know, not? bring it up yeah. and I think it really changed the way I looked at things you know because mm-hmm. You see, like, you, you think nobody cares, but, my gosh, I had so many people texting me and so many people commenting on my posts and stuff. So, like, it really changed everything. And, I mean, I sometimes deal with it a little bit, you know. It's just it comes and goes. Yeah, but, like, absolutely. it just happens. But um, they always told me it was, like, a brave thing to do, but I never thought it was brave. I just yeah. wanted to speak out. I didn't mm-hmm. think of anything like that. And I think it, I think it helped a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. It's just, like. It happens, yeah. and you just have to figure out like how to look on the bright side of things, and that was the hardest part for me was looking on the bright side of things. Yeah. I never – I would always look at it like uh, I always thought people hated me. Like yeah. even like even if like my best friends from home, like I always thought – like I said to them like no matter what you guys say, like even if we're like just joking around, I still think you guys hate me. And they're yeah. like, what? No, dude, we would never hate you. Like yeah. don't get into that mindset. And like yeah. when I went back home for winter break, it, it really – like they really showed how much they love me, and uh, if they listen to this, they'll they'll know like yeah. all this stuff. Like we went to a concert together. One of my favorite artists, Dro Kenji. Like mm-hmm. it was the most fun time I've ever had, and like yeah. they really showed that you know being alive is better than you know being dead. Yeah, absolutely. And now injury you mentioned before is a huge factor into a lot of athletes' mental health, and yeah. I know a lot of people that have. It's you know. I guess you. I'm not going to say. Well, yeah, I'm going to say sent them off the deep end. I guess you could say where they you know quit quit. They're done. Never want to speak of the sport. Never want to talk about the sport. Never want to see the sport ever again. Yeah. You know, how did you come back from that? Um, I think it was just because you know, I saw something in our team. Mm-hmm. You know, I sometimes people don't see it like that. You know, I think yeah. it's like a. I don't think it's selfish that they quit. You know, sometimes they just fall out of love with the sport, mm-hmm. and the injury was just like that. You know, the icing. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, I just saw something. You know, I was just like, this team is way too talented to, you know, for me to leave. Yeah. And I want to be a part of it. So 
I mean, at first, my gosh, I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to play. Like, mm. they, we were thinking about putting me at attack and Omedi, and then we put Gaddis at attack because I was like, yeah. we, we, they were like, we already thought, like, he's going to attack, you know? Yeah. So I didn't know where I was going to go, but, you know, things happened, and then they put me down there, and I mm-hmm. I fit that role. So Very it, well. It worked Very well. well. <laughs> but, like, the thing I kept saying to myself, like, throughout that spring season was just, like, don't give up, you know? Yeah. You're going to have those days, but um, I just – kept saying like don't give up i i have to, my gosh i'll admit it i had calls my mom every week yeah. about it every nothing every wrong week, with that at all you know just yeah. staying in contact you know just to have that like you know like a refresh mm-hmm. start you know like just keep going like every sunday just be like okay this week i'm good New week yeah you know yeah. and like just talk about like the struggles and stuff and you know she just basically like she's like my life coach at yeah. that time so yeah Moms are freaking amazing. Yeah, too. I mean, oh my gosh. honestly, like if you're struggling, you might as well just reach out. You got to reach out to your parents. Like you have never to, take yeah. advantage of your mother. Yeah, <laughs> they're the they're the best. They're the best. Yeah, you got to speak out because then you know no one's gonna know if you don't. Yeah. No and one's I gonna think, know if you don't. I think people. I mean, I was a little afraid to tell my my parents. Yeah, I was so afraid because I didn't want them to freak out. You know, drive yeah. all the way here and you know, so I just was like, this is how I'm at. You know. Yeah. Let's let's fix this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So what do you have to tell to any athletes that are struggling? You know, they might be listening to this, might be feeling like they're, they want to give up. You know, they don't want to push on anymore through their sport, you know, through their career. Yeah. Um, I always, like I always say, like, just embrace the suck. Yeah, uh, just embrace the suck. Yeah, like I just always say, like, uh, embrace it because, like, not every day is going to be like that, you know. It gets better, too. It does. It does. I mean, it, if you take your life, you know, it, it kind of just – sets everybody else back yeah. and they want to be a part of your life. They want to see exactly. you shine. You know, it may, you may not get like the job you want or anything like that. You may not like get that exact spot you want on the team, but like if you continue just to live through life and keep going and you know, if there's other passions that you find, you might as well just go with those and exactly. just find the happiness that you can, you know, you can control. There are always ways to move around it yeah. as well. There are always ways and outlets you can use. Oh, yeah. And so, dude, thank you for talking about that yeah, as well. Because I know it's a huge part of a lot of athletes' yeah. life. And it's something that takes a long time to overcome. And even after, you know, they've moved on from the sport, you know, it still can plague people. Yeah, I think um, another thing with athletes, it's like once they're done with, you know, playing a, a sport, they're like, they don't know what, what do, do, do I do next, yeah. you know? It's life. They have to find a like I'm I'm gonna have to find a new hobby after this year. Yeah. So what, what's the hobby gonna be, Bo? You know, uh, so I have a gaming computer. That, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and that that uh, stuff is so fun. Uh, like Keaton just got one too. Oh. Uh, yeah. So we'll see if see some wants. Twitch streaming soon. Oh no no no! Oh. Gosh no! Uh, definitely not. That stuff is expensive. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I we'll it see is. if I'm yeah. 40 years old and like ah, eh, you know, I'm settled down with life. Might as well. But might we'll as well. See, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Are you ready for rapid-fire questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Are you ready? This is going to be a little bit loud. That's not that bad. Ladies and gentlemen, Bo Henson, rapid-fire question time. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, I'm ready. What is your favorite D1 college of lacrosse team to watch? Um, it'd be Maryland because my buddy actually went there for four years, but he transferred to Ohio State, but I loved watching him play. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Go Terps. <laughs> yeah. Favorite color? Blue. Blue? What shade of blue? Um, it's a huge. It's this like, is a, dude. This is a huge factor. I don't know if anybody knows what royal blue is, but like yes. that, yeah, royal blue or like the baby blue. Well said. Dream travel destination. I don't know. Um, so many places to go, Bo. Maybe Netherlands. Okay. Okay. That's a first. Yeah. Turtles or tortoises? Turtles. Mountains or the beach? That's difficult because I think I could see like both sides. I don't know. I think. 
probably the beach. And like the, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll go the beach. I'll go the beach. Because there's a place in France called Corsica where mm. you can ski down the mountain yeah, right see, on to the beach. That's so you can like, just find your perfect yeah. in between there. Yeah. Off to France he goes. Mansion or a small house? Um, I feel like if I have a lot of money, I'm going to go with the mansion. But at the same time, it's, I don't. I don't see the uh, look of a mansion. I'd rather have a small house with a lot of money. Well said. Yeah. Favorite commentator slash podcast host. Take a while to think about this, okay? Yeah. Yeah, probably Colin, yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 24, Bo motherfrickin' Henson. Yeah, thank you. Thank you Dude, for having me on. Thank you. Any last words to the people? They want to hear you. Um, just don't give up. Don't give up. Say, yeah. You heard it. Three, two, one. We're out of here.